I'm one of your hosts, Johnny Leroy. And as always, we got Jim Jam here with us. Yep, Jim Jam here. So today's podcast, we got R.A. Mihailov, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3, Smother, Death House, Hatchet 2. Gosh, Man, all kinds of stuff. Look him up on IMDb. He's been on a lot of stuff. Yep, and uh, just so you know, Jim Jam does this interview mostly. He is doing all the talking, well, the majority of the talking, and because he's hopped up on steroids. <laughs> My shoulder was hurting, man. All right, so don't forget to like, share, subscribe, hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everywhere. Yep. iTunes, Google Play. It'd be easier if you just go to our website and go to podcasts. It's got a list of all yep. the... TNHorror.com. For sure. Everything will be linked in the description, as always. If this is on, well, it'll be on, anyways. Yeah. There we go, guys. And away we go. All right, so today's uh, episode, we have uh, actor uh, R.A. Mihailov uh, from Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3, Smothered, and Death House, the movie of this year that everybody's anticipating. Uh, R.A., we appreciate you being here. How are you today, sir? Hey, I'm doing good. Who's this right now? This is Johnny. John, how you doing, John? I'm doing well, doing well. Uh, we appreciate you being here. Uh, and I guess uh, we'll start off with Death House, considering that's going to be, I, I mean, we're considering going to be one of the most anticipated horror films that's going to be coming out of this year. And uh, what was your experience with that movie? Or, well, it was it, it was great. Are, are you kidding? Well, first of all, anytime <laughs> I get to work... Anytime I get to work with my good friend Kane Hodder, that's like a, a that's like a bonus. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Uh, have, he and I have a lot of fun when we're working together and hanging out together. Uh, uh, you know, it's a it, it's a practically a who's who of horror. So I felt it was very important to be a part of the movie, and uh, you know. Uh, uh, Harrison Smith is a great guy. I've really enjoyed working with him and look forward to working with him again in the future. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. Uh, Harrison, he is, uh, yeah, we interviewed him on here and he is a really nice guy and seems like he's passionate about horror. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No. And uh, like I said, yeah, I, I hope, uh, I hope it. Uh, Death House is the beginning of a long and prolific uh, uh, working relationship with uh, Harrison from this, you know, from this point forward. Well, from what we've figured out or found out from interviewing other people from Death House, is that there's going to be possibly multiple films. Well, there already is planned. It's already yeah, it's planned. Be. So, uh, are you going to be in any more of the Death House films? Well, uh, I. I I have my fingers crossed that I will be. You bet. Uh, awesome. I would, I would love that. Awesome, because I didn't know how far out your character would would bring or would go. Like, are you one of the? trying to get some kind of scoop. Well, I mean, I'm just I'm just <laughs> asking. Is like you know. <laughs> well, I, I don't I don't want to give too much away, but let's uh, uh, let me just tell you, I I don't make it to the end. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he can come back as a ghost. Well, no, but he could be in the the prequels. Yeah, yeah, the ones before. Yeah, so that'll be awesome. Yeah, yeah. Well, that that's that's exactly what uh, that's exactly what I'm uh, counting on, hoping on. Uh, uh, nothing has been you know 
made official, but I do have, like I said, I do have my fingers crossed that they go in that direction and bring me back. Uh, I would love that. Hell yeah, that's awesome. Because uh, that's what we we always try to figure out uh, more and more about Death House. Which Without trying to get anybody in trouble. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Well, okay, so... Did the you, difference between uh, Texas Chainsaw and yeah, that's, Death House. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, okay. Well, the difference is, uh, the yeah. most obvious difference is 20, <laughs> uh, 20 plus years, for one thing. Uh, <laughs> that, uh, But Leatherface, in my opinion, may uh, most likely was clinically insane uh, what he was doing. Uh, uh, but I don't think he was, I don't think he was evil, uh, really, uh, in it's the very, sense that uh, go ahead, sorry. He, he, you know, he was doing what he needed to do. Leatherface was doing what he needed to do, uh, to, um, you know, feed and, and protect his family. I don't think he, uh, really had any criminal intent. He was grew up. I guess he grew up like that. Then he was. Yeah, that that was normal life to him. You know, I mean, the, think about the scene in the farmhouse where we're sitting at the table. Uh, the table has you know human fingers on on corn picks. You know, <laughs> uh, to, to, to us, you know, the the little girls' drawings of uh, of uh, dismembered bodies are hanging up on the refrigerator. We were just a normal family. We just, you know, we just happened to, in our minds, we were a normal family. We just uh, happened to, uh, you know, prefer human meat. Um, and the character, and my, and the difference in my character uh, in uh, Death House. Well, they call me Prison Leader. That's my character's name. Uh, so he obviously ended up in prison. So he'd gone to trial. He uh, must have known what he was doing was illegal because I doubt if I doubt if that was the first time prison leader was it, uh, ever in prison, uh, and you know prison leader you, usually those are the baddest son of a bitches on the on the cell block. That's mm-hmm. why they're the that's yeah. why they're the you know the shot callers. So uh, my character in Death House probably was what was is a career criminal that. Uh, you know, so probably had total opposite of what. Uh, in a, yeah, in a sense, you know, a completely different motivation. That's for sure. Yeah, that's what I was looking at. The motivation, like if you got any motivation from that's that's the word. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Let, 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 Leatherface was uh, writer David Chase Cow actually described him as a rebellious teenager, uh, and. Uh, uh, the prison leader is just, you know, uh, a career criminal. So, yeah, that's that's the that's the biggest uh, difference between the two characters. Well, in Texas Chainsaw um, Massacre, the eighty pound the chainsaw was actually eighty pounds, right? That is what. Yes, that's what I've been told by uh, a real lumberjack that 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 configuration would weigh about eighty pounds. Yep. And you carried that around. Like, well, I, I mean, you know, just using it. Oh, sorry. Well, yeah. Even though it was eighty pounds, you've got to remember this. 
It's not like I, it's not like I you know grabbed that out of the bed of a pickup truck at seven o'clock in the morning and ran it all day till four o'clock in the afternoon. You know what I mean? Nothing like that. Uh, because you know, movie movie making is stop and start. Uh, that's why it, you know, for for a ninety minute movie, that's why it takes you know several weeks to make. So uh, it's not like I, not like I was balling that chainsaw, you know, eight hours a day. Yeah. So it wasn't it wasn't that bad. No, oh, uh, that's why I was just well, curious how bad. Was. Big dude. Oh, no, I know. Something. That's what I was thinking. He's a big yeah. Um, I was going to ask too. Uh, do you have any take on the the? I guess it's a prequel of. The Teen Years of Leatherface, I think it's coming out this year. I uh, don't know a lot about it. Uh, you know, I wish I had some involvement in it. You know, I mean... I don't me, know why they don't was, do that. They should take people that's been in them shoes and it'll probably make for a better film to, you know, get more experience, experienced people yeah. involved in the movie, but... Well, the, the deal is, though, you know, sometimes uh, uh, our tours, they want to blaze their own trail and uh, avoid any baggage from previous iterations of a movie. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, uh, I don't, I, I haven't looked carefully at the at the uh, at the cast list, but I don't think anybody in the the upcoming Leatherface has ever done a chainsaw movie before. Uh, That's terrible. It, but it would have there, there would have been a certain kind of I don't know what you want to say uh, wholeness or something like that to have me in a part from from the original movie named Leatherface to the new movie named Leatherface. It would have been a what do they call those things an Easter egg for the yeah. viewers, you know? Yeah. But it also it also it also could have been misconstrued as stunt casting. Uh, so you know, uh, or even just know. make a cameo, you know? Huh? Even just make a cameo in the movie. Yeah, but you know, again, it may be, it may have. I don't know anything about the director. Uh, it may not have fit his artistic vision. You know, mm -hmm. obviously yeah. they weren't that. Obviously they weren't interested in having me because uh, I know one of the producers, and she could track me down if she wanted me in it. So, no, yeah. you know. Yeah, I guess that's the way it goes sometimes. Yep, that's uh, the way it goes. With the, uh, uh, to, to probably my best shot for doing another Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie would have been if I had gotten cast in 3D. Oh, the, but, I guess that would be the, the newest one that's out right now, right? Well, yeah, but uh, also think about this. Uh... The 3D takes place 30 years after the original, right? Because it picks up right from the original, don't it? Yeah, uh -huh, exactly. So, and then they fast forward 30 years. Okay, hmm. now let's just let's just uh, let's suppose that Leatherface was oh I don't know, 18, 18 to 25 at the original. Yeah. Uh, tack thirty years on that when they made in, in two thousand and thirteen when they made the movie I would have been the uh, absolute perfect chronological age for the character and you know um, I'm, I'm I deeply regret that I I didn't have any representation at the time at that particular time uh, so I never got I never got in the door for it hopefully something will come up and 
can get you back and they can get you back involved in Texas Chainsaw. Oh yeah, I'd love that. You know, yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, I don't know if it's very well known, but I was actually I was actually signed uh, to do three, four, and five. Oh wow! Yeah, and I was very excited about that. I thought I'd be the first one to you know play the character twice. Uh, I thought it you know. Uh, I, I was going to be a, you know, I did. I worked for New Line Cinema. I was ready to be a company man. I was ready to, uh, you know, be the uh, be the face of a fr- of a of a franchise. Unfortunately, none of that ever came to pass. Okay. You know, New Line, New Line never went forward with the other two uh, sequels. Yeah, there's a. I guess it don't help when people start protesting the movie. Yeah, I guess three got a lot of flack or a lot of heat, didn't it? Well, it the problem it got a lot of uh, flack from the Motion Picture Association. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know. Yeah, I heard it got, or we just saw a little bi- uh, behind the scenes film about. Yeah, they gave it an X rating. Yes, actually, if if you believe if you believe what Wikipedia says. Uh, Leatherface Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3 was the last movie to get a formal X rating ever. That's crazy. So yeah. it was that brutal. Well, I mean, here's the deal. Blood, here's, the, here's the deal. You know, uh, their, their, the, the ratings board, their, their argument was that it was, you know, it, it was human on human violence and therefore more, uh, Intense or or gra- graphic than you know any kind of supernatural violence. Do you think it had a, 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 a some something to do with, with the time it come out in? Was there the what the like? Does it come out in the late eighties, right? Uh, came out in theaters in nineteen ninety. Ninety. Okay, so you think that might have had something to do with it that time it come out? Because the others were a little more free with what they did, wasn't they? Uh, again, I think that the, the real crux of the, uh, argument was that it was human on human violence, oh, okay. you know, uh, yeah. uh, you know, like take the other, take the other iconic, uh, uh, killers, you know, uh, Freddie, Jason, Michael Myers, uh, Pinhead, they're all, they're all supernatural. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, and, but Leatherface is you know sitting there totally totally human so that was the problem the cannibalism yeah oh yeah the cannibalism probably (laughs) yeah i mean that well i mean really that's part of we can't have our kids watching this (laughs) should be yeah yeah (laughs) yeah let's face it uh you know uh there's the likelihood of somebody uh Putting a knife knife hand glove through your through your mattress and pulling you down into a, a nether world is pretty remote. The possibility <laughs> the possibility of somebody kidnapping you along a deserted highway, murdering you and eating you, could and has happened. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> wasn't this? Oh yeah. Wasn't the whole Leatherface kind of come about from? Uh... Leatherface was inspired by Ed Gein who lived in uh, 
out you know out in the back country in Wisconsin in the late fifties, early sixties. He, he not only did he inspire Leatherface, but he was also an inspiration for uh, Psycho, and uh, also for Buffalo Bill in Silence of the Lambs. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, th- well yeah. You know, think about it. The real guy, the real guy, Ed Gein, would uh, dig up graves. He would, uh, especially women's graves. He would skin the body, wear the woman's skin, and then wear his mother's clothes over the woman's skin. That's that's Anthony Perkins from Psycho, you know, in a sense. And it's also Buffalo Bill. Yeah. Uh, wow. And that, you know, the 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 infamous bone room from uh, Texas Chainsaw. Ed Gein had a real bone room in his house. He, his house was scattered with, uh, you know, human trophies. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, very crazy. Yeah. So I see very why, crazy. like you said, that it's actually happened, so therefore yeah. you probably don't want yeah. everybody to yeah, see so, it. Yeah, so I think that's what, uh, you know, uh, I think that's what the censors objected to. I think that, my opinion, uh, you know, probably a little overcritical, but I'm a gore fan, so yeah. Yeah. Speaking of gore, I just wanna I just recently started watching Ash vs. Evil Dead. Talk about gory. <laughs> Is it I I don't know I don't know I I can't even speak to it. I've never seen it. Uh oh, it's just they they the the main actors get covered in blood all the time. That's just what I was uh, But yeah, I thought that it's pretty funny. It's like, man, they get a bloodbath every episode. Hmm. Oh, well. Yeah, it's pretty uh, pretty gory. But anyways, Smothered. Yeah, Smothered. I watched that. Yes. That was, that was pretty entertaining right there. It's definitely, you like that, was that? A, that was a horror comedy, right? Yes, it was. I hope. Well, you, don't you think so? You watched it? <laughs> yeah. I just want to put that in the genre name out there or whatever. But, uh, that's, what I, that's, what, that's what I call it. I call it a horror comedy. Oh, yeah. It was... Uh, uh, I guess if I'm going to go out... Uh, Big pair of boobs would be the way to go. Titillating. Titillating, there you go. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, it was very... Yeah. Oh, oh, it's titillating. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> and here's a little secret. Those uh, those double Ds yeah. were prosthetic. Well, damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But... Uh, they did look like the porn, porn star boobs, though, for real. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, uh, yep. They were prosthetic, but they looked good too, didn't they? <laughs> I say that girl that played uh, her was uh, she had fun doing that, didn't she? Oh yeah, she was great. She was great, and even take my word for it, even without the prosthetic, she was a fine-looking young lady. <laughs> well, we got lucky to see without the prosthetics. <laughs> well, anyways, um, so how was it making that movie and being directed by? John Schneider, I love that. I love that guy. So this is this is his first time doing horror, wasn't it? Uh huh. Yep, sure was. And uh, you know, I was surprised that when I when I was you know brought in for the picture, Kane Hodder again, my good buddy Kane Hodder actually brought me. You know, was instrumental in me uh, doing the picture. Uh, he called me up one day and said, I'm reading a script. There's a part in there that you would be hilarious in. Uh, 
you want to take a look at it? And I said, of course I do. Uh, I said, who, who, who's doing it? He said, I can't tell you right now, but I'll send you the script and you read it. And then, you know, after I read it and thought it was pretty funny, uh, he told me, you know, it was John Schneider. And and basically, I didn't even speak to John before I did the movie. It was just basically at Kane, Kane's suggestion that uh, John cast me in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, right, that uh, is a good friend. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. a really good friend. Yes, oh, it yeah. is. You bet. And we had so much fun doing that movie. Oh, my God, it was a hoot. Yeah. And you were uh, what funny though because you play all the big bad guys in horror films, and you was the real soft spoken in that one, real like scared of everything. Well, that, yeah, well that was the you know that was the gimmick you know. Yeah. Uh, it's funny when when I was toward the end of filming, I sat down to do a you know an electronic press kit interview. The guy that was running the, the camera doing the interview, we took a little break, and he goes, "You know something." Because when you when you talk about the character, your voice changes, your whole demeanor changes, and I hadn't realized that I wasn't you know it was like kind of like instinctual, unconscious. Uh, and, but when he said that, it all came crystal clear, and I realized that my take on the character was part cowardly lion from uh, Yeah, Wizard of Oz. Yeah, part cowardly lion. From Wizard of Oz, part Curly from the Three Stooges, and there used to be a, co- a comic strip character in Beetle Bailey. His name was Julius. He was the General Halftrack's chauffeur. He was uh, kind of a delicate fellow to be in the army, and uh, I think so. So my character was a, an amalgam of all you know of those three. Uh, but it, it was so much it was so much fun working on that movie. Also, you got to work with Bill Mosley and who was the other two guys I'm not too familiar with. The two well, guys? Don Don Shanks, who was like one of the Michael Myers, okay. uh, Malcolm Denar, who uh, was Moochie and Christine. Okay, yeah, yeah, because I'm yeah the, the little the little blonde girl was uh, uh, her name's Brea Grant. She was on uh, Dexter. John Tales from the Crypt Cassier was on it in it uh, Michael Berryman was in it oh yeah yeah uh, John Schneider himself did a cameo yeah him and uh, Michael Berryman him sat together didn't they in one part of it mm, yeah I was just gonna yep uh, they you know were, were, the, were the stars of the convention uh, when Kane and I decided you know in the movie Michael Berryman and John Schneider were the were the uh stars of the convention where Kane and I were sitting around with our little twiddling our thumbs, you know. Sitting off to the side yeah. and getting heckled by little kids. Yep. Being, <laughs> yep. And, uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember, but uh, if, if I've left anybody out, uh, we, between Mo, uh, Bill Mosley, Kane Hodder, Don Shanks, and myself, the four of us, had a friendly uh, rivalry going to see who who was the 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 smartest of the bunch who could who could come up with some kind of uh, trivia, some kind of historical fact, some kind of definition for uh, uh, an obscure word, 
uh, you know, we were always trying to one up each other, and it was it was a lot of fun, you know. I bet, and yeah, and the uh, people, I guess, uh, people that was in the movie, like the convention goers, they probably had to have a blast seeing that they got to actually meet all y'all. Well, yeah, yeah, it was it was the the setup was, uh, you know. Well, we actually, well, actually, we 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 uh, filmed the, the convention scene in a haunted attraction. And at Thirteen Gates. Uh, yeah, Thirteen Gates down in uh, Baton Rouge. I guess um, this is going to because we we didn't get to talk much to anybody really at Full Moon last year in Nashville because you yeah. was there last year, right? I was. Um, yeah, um, we didn't get to talk to many people. We was trying to. Uh, it was, it's crazy there, <laughs> but um, yeah, I guess this year's uh, full moon is going to be kind of geared around slaughterhouse too. So, well, they, yeah, they 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 run a haunted attraction. Yeah, yeah. So they they they, they put it now. It's going to be in October, so they're going to try to incorporate the their slaughterhouse more into it this year. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, uh, I, I I like Ben and Stacy a lot, and uh, they're 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 a class act. I really like them, and uh, uh, very you know yeah. We like uh, to, we try to help them out as much as possible because they're they're damn yeah. good to us. Yeah, they're really good people. Yeah, I support I support them and everything that they do. Hopefully, when Ben ain't too busy, he can uh, get another movie going. Because I know he's yeah, been trying, be- but I think he's been a lot busy with everything else. That would be way cool. And by the way, Ben is one hell of a tattoo artist. Yeah, I've been I've been for about a year or two. I've been wanting to get one from him, but I just can't figure out what I want. <laughs> well, get it figured out and get it, man, because he is good. The one I was wanting to get was a picture some fan come up with of Leatherface versus Jason. It has the chainsaw. No. It's like they took the picture right. from behind Leatherface and. He's standing in front of Jason like they're about to go at it. Uh, speaking of that, that is a movie that has to happen. That's something that Harrison Smith would not like. <laughs> I don't think. Well, he, it, our interview with him, he said something about he don't like the mashup between Jason and Freddy and all that. But you know, that's just his opinion. Though I would love myself, I would love to see Leatherface and Jason go at it. That would be amazing. Uh, it, that that has to happen uh, with uh, and Kane you and Kane, Jason, yes, yeah, yeah, with Kane as Jason, of course, and me as Leatherface. I guess but, you uh, have to get New Line you to can't go kill Jason because don't New Line own both those characters? Uh, or the rights you know to what? it, anyways? Well, wait a minute. Do they or don't they? I don't know. Well, I guess the last Friday the 13th didn't have New Line, or did they? I don't know. I I think the last Freddy did. I mean, because you know how they they swap up. I mean, they sell the rights, and you got... Uh, Who does it? Who does it? Who, who, I don't know. I've always heard, I've always heard that the reason that that movie hasn't been developed is because two different companies own the rights. Okay, the that's fine. You know, Probably. Oh my God! It, hey, it, you well, know what? you you, you can always me. make a fan film. You don't need the permission, <laughs> can you? If you, well, it's a fan yeah, film? But, <laughs> well, you know, there, there's there's no purpose in making it. Well, yeah, fan film, sure, fans can make a film. Uh, 
Well, but hey, and being a fan. Well, yeah, but for us, <laughs> yeah, but for us to do it, it wouldn't be. Uh, yeah. Well, it would. It wouldn't be appropriate uh, because you know we 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 are part of the. We are part of. We are. Part of the franchises, right? Well, we're we're professionals. Uh, yeah. And, and part of the system. And for us to buck the system like that would be a tremendous. Uh, yeah, that probably uh, a smack in the face. <laughs> yeah, well, it'd, it'd be a ter- terrible breach of protocol for sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, and there and, and there there could be. Uh, you probably know, uh, you would, your career would be over almost kind of thing. Well, the, 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 yeah, there, well, and there there could be uh, you know profound legal uh, repercussions. That's very true. Well, just. So the, Throwing out ideas that could get you in trouble, and I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's all right. But you've you've given me you've given me a, a inspiration, man. Uh, Monday, I'm gonna uh, start making some phone calls and find out. Hell yeah! <laughs> who owns the rights? You know, I just always assumed that uh, another well, that company. Be, dude, I know if you and Kane would get to them, uh, fight it out in a movie as Leatherface and Jason. That'd be well, yeah. amazing. It, it would be beyond amazing. Have you seen Hatchet too? It's been a while, so yeah. But, well, you know that. Yeah, I know uh, you got to work. That was glad you got on that because I just remembered a buddy of mine from work wanted to ask about Hatchet too. Yeah, well, Adam Green wrote the part especially for me. Uh, you know, to come in and fight Kane. And uh, can you imagine? And you know, can you imagine if the whole movie was uh, Kane and I fighting each other. The blast, wasn't it? Oh my God! I, I think it would be. I think it'd be phenomenal. Or right, this guy, his name is Devin. I work with. He actually posted on our Facebook group about it though, because I posted a picture of you. We're going to be on the podcast, and he said, "Ask, ask you what it was like working on Hatchet 2. Oh, it's cool, man. Are you kidding? Uh, Adam Green is another great director. Uh, uh, and think about who who all was on Hatchet too. Kane, yeah. Tony Todd, wow. uh, Daniel Daniel Harris. If you want to call Mr. a movie Expendables a horror in, in a way, then there you go. That's kind of like it, right? Yeah, and don't forget Mr. Tom Holland, the director of Chucky, of Child's Play. Yeah. I call him the father of Chucky. He used to be an actor before he was a writer-director. Came out of acting retirement to co-star with us on that movie. He was the greatest guy. I love him. In Hatchet 2, John Carl Beekler reprises his role as... Oh shit! What was the guy's? What was the character's name? The Swamp Guy. Uh, uh, he was in it. Gets his, you know, gets his guts ripped out. What was his name? Was you, a, what did you say his name? John Carl Beekler. Jack. Trans- it says Jack John, Cracker. Uh, Jack Cracker. Yep. 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 Uh, you know, he's a director, uh, special effects artist. So it, it, that movie was jam packed full of genre stars you know yeah oh yeah and uh so yeah and you know we had a blast somehow my my dressing room became the the uh kind of like the 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 lounge for everybody we'd all we'd, we'd 
usually Kane and uh, Rick McCollum, partner in uh, Hollywood Ghost Hunters. The three of us, at least, would uh, always end up having lunch in my dressing room for some reason and hang out there. And uh, you know, it was just a lot of fun. It was just, it was a cool movie. It was, it was a cool movie, and it was a cool, cool group of people to hang out with. Well, let me put it to you this way. Just about everybody in the cast paid a visit to the set on their days off. Oh, wow. And, so, I mean, yeah, it definitely think was about, a place to be then, wasn't it? Yeah, think about that. Uh, wow. Actors showing up on a movie on a day that they don't have to work because <laughs> they just want to be there. <laughs> okay. So that's, I think that says it all. If I went to the 360 cameras around then and just set it in the middle of the table while y'all just sit around and bullshit. That would be pretty cool, wouldn't it? Hell yeah. That would that would be cool on that would that'd be cool on just about any movie. It'd be very cool on Hatchet Two. It would have been very cool on uh, uh, Smothered. Oh yeah! Anytime you can get yeah. a bunch of the horror genre, you know, icons in there and just sit around and pull bullshit about movies they've been in would make it for an awesome video to watch. It sure would. Well, hopefully, uh, you. I don't know if you're gonna be able to, but make it to full moon this year. Well, uh, probably not. I, I mean, uh, believe me, if if they invited me, I'd be there in a minute. But uh, you know, they they like to uh, you yes. know rotate the guest list to keep yeah. it fresh. Yeah, yeah, I understand that. Yeah, yeah. maybe uh, uh, maybe when they do get you back, we can go to the green room and set up something, and we can just sit back and do like an interview of everybody. Sure, you know, I'm I'm down for it. Because well, we yeah. <laughs> we've actually got to interview Michael Berryman a few a month ago, two ago. Yeah, he's right. a, he's a really nice guy. And then yeah, we, but he was a he was a full moon last year as well. Yeah. yeah. Um. Then we got to interview Lee, uh, Lindsay uh, Hartley from Death House recently, and um, Felissa Rose. Felissa Rose. So we're trying to trying to get everybody from Death House if we can. Yeah. <laughs> well, good, uh, good, good luck. You better pack a lunch because you got a lot of interviews. Oh, no, I know. That's that's why we're trying to figure out a little two. bit more about Death House each time we get in. <laughs> yeah, we're we're work, You know, we've been talking with uh, your uh, manager, Judy. Judy Fox. Yes. Yeah, we've been talking with her, and you know, we you know she has set us up with Michael. Now you, and uh, I, th- I think it's going to be a while before we can get Kane and uh, um, Bill. I guess they're yep. extremely busy. Yep, yep, yep. So, I say Kane's real busy with uh, the whole Friday night, Friday the Thirteenth video game. Ah, uh, yeah, he's been out promoting that, and uh, so yeah, well, yeah. Hopefully, and, we can get uh, as many as we can from uh, Death House. Well, keep working on it; you'll get it eventually. Yeah, we want to get as many before the release, which. We're hoping they'll release the release date soon, but yeah. Um, you got anything new that you're working on that you want to talk about? Or? Uh, yes, yes. Thank you for asking. Uh, a movie uh, that I did that's just come out on video right uh, in the past week or two. It's called Slasher dot com. Oh yeah, I've seen the the poster. For yeah, me. and. Uh, uh, it's a little independent film I made in uh, Columbia, Missouri, 
uh, a, a while back, and uh, it's turned out it's getting very good reviews. Uh, the reason I did the movie is because it takes every every horror cliche imaginable, and then then it it, it flips those on their heads, spins them around, bounces them off the walls, and by the time you're done watching it, you, you, you it, it's it's you know there's so many twists and turns in it. You know when you when you when you watch the first few minutes, you think you're 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 tuning into some kind of uninspired uh, B-grade worthless retread, okay? <laughs> uh, but then, uh, like I said, the stuff starts twists and turns and, and stuff starts happening and by the end it may blow your mind. Well, we'll definitely have to check that out. But I, I have one favorite, I have one particularly favorite scene in the movie and I don't think I'll ruin it uh, by telling it. Uh, there's one scene where I come across. Oh, I, I have to tell you, I play the the patriarch of a uh, you know backwoods family, and I'm, you know total cliche. Yes, I'm chasing people through the woods with a machete. <laughs> 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 you know that's that that's the that's the horror movie cliches, yeah. stuff like that. Uh, but uh, and that's why they you know that's kind of why they hired me for the movie. Uh, <laughs> to set to set to set that you know almost like uh, uh, you know in in magic uh, it's misdirection you know yeah. when you see me when the first thing you see me in the movie I'm out in the field uh, cut you know chopping uh, chopping brush with a machete uh, shades of things to come you know yeah and so when you see me doing that that's you know you you know eventually I'm going to be chasing people with that machete so anyway uh but anyway my favorite my f favorite action in the movie uh as i'm chasing one victim through the woods he 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 stumbles on a, a pot smoking hippie camping out and he tries to convince him to you know to leave and the hippie's too stoned to leave <laughs> and I, I, a couple minutes later i roll into the campsite and he offers me a toke on the ball and uh, I grab him, uh, I grab him, pick him up, and then break his back over my knee. Damn. And then as he's in total ag crawling away in total agony, I, I kneel down on his back, yank his head back, and stick up ice pick up through his head, up in his chin. And it's pretty brutal. <laughs> Hell yeah, definitely got to check that out. Yeah, so I'm going to yeah, look yeah. that up as soon as I get home. <laughs> Slasher.com. It, it's available on video right now. Uh, so I'm sure it's on I, VOD and all that, so streaming. Uh, yeah, I know it's at Walmart, uh, for sure. Oh, wow. Hell yeah. Definitely yeah. got to check that out. Yeah. I'm sure it's on... It should be on video on demand. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well... I don't. I, I can't speak to that either because I don't have. I don't have video on demand, so I, I wouldn't know how to get something on video. So check it out. I hope it is. <laughs> For sure. Oh, I have another. I have another movie uh, that's uh, out there, uh, pending release, and it it's called uh, The Taker. Okay. And I actually believe it or not, I play the 
host of a paranormal investigation TV show. Sweet. Yeah. And, uh... Oh, yeah, well, hopefully we'll, that'll come out soon. We'll be able to check that out as well. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't seen the finished product yet, but I've heard it's pretty good. Okay, you play Roman in it. Yes. Oh, you got it already. Okay, yeah. yeah. Demetrius exactly. Navarro and yes, that's Enrico Natal, maybe. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, All right. I'll look so, them. Uh, I'll look them up and see if we can. Yeah, D Demetrius has a company. I think it's called uh, Avenue Thirteen, or yeah, I'm sure he he might be on some kind of social media now. I'll look them up yeah. and see if we can get a screener of it. And well, there you go. Well, they need to send you a finished product if it will. <laughs> okay. That's do, a cool. do you, the question, do you watch your movies after? Uh, no, it's not like I, no, it's not like I sit around in a dark room and... No, know. I mean, but like, do you... Because do I know some actors we've talked to, They like Tony Moran, He after he'd uh, filmed Halloween, he never went and seen it until a year later or something. Oh no! I you know I'll I'll de I'll definitely go watch them. You know I like I like to go to cast and crew screenings. Okay, that's what I, I was just curious about. If you yeah, some if, people yeah, don't like I'll, to watch themselves. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I don't have any problem with that. Uh, okay, but yeah, I know it's like it's like that. You know, I, when you asked me that, I, I I flashed back to that Twilight Zone episode where the where the the woman sits in her in her mansion all day long watching her old movies and then ends up on you know somehow uh mystically uh transported back in to back into the world of the movie oh wow i love them old twilight shows <laughs> yeah. but, but that's you know so and i'll, I'll you know if, uh, if i have something that's playing on tv i'll you know usually sit down and watch it oh yeah might as well. It's on TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We look forward to seeing you in uh, Slasher.com and The Taker. Yep. Oh, thank you very much. And when we get get a, a hold of those, we'll uh, we'll do a review and we'll get them sent to Judy. Well, thank you. I appreciate your time. I'm glad we finally was able to work out a, a day to sit down and talk to you. Yeah, no, it took a little while, didn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. well... <laughs> The main problem was Johnny was going through work changes, and we had to figure out a good time for both of us to get together with your well, with your schedule. Yeah, yeah. Well, well it, it finally worked, it worked out. out, you know. Oh, it, everything worked out. Uh, and glad you was able to come on. Definitely uh, enjoy enjoyed your interview. But, uh, well, thank well, thank you, thank you for. Uh, for your interest in me, and thank you for uh, sticking with it till we did get uh, everything all uh, lined up. It's oh, been yeah. a blast. Oh, yeah. thank you. Yeah, definitely. And um, anything you want to say to the fans out there before <laughs> we go? Hello, and uh, thank you for being fans. Uh, with without them, we wouldn't be anything. That's true. Hell yeah. yeah. Well, all right. It was uh, very fun, and I'm glad we got to do this. Uh, hope to see you in the near future or talk to you or whatever. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me on the show. It's no problem. Well, you have a good rest of the weekend or whatever. I'm definitely going to. 
All right. Well, talk All right. To you, later. you have one yourselves. Thank yep, you. You have Thanks, one sir. yourselves. All right. Thank you. Okay. Bye, yeah. fellas. All right, bye. Bye. All right, guys. So that was uh, Jim Jan's first interview <laughs> with R.A. Mihailov. Well, I guess you didn't <laughs> say much of that, did you? No, I, I let you take it. So did I do pretty good? Yeah, you did good. See, now you know what to do. The well, same voice that what? I do. Guess what? I'm going to tell you on air now. We do have a, a, a panel at Full Moon. What the fuck? <laughs> you don't have to be involved if you don't want to be. I, clearly, I can probably handle it. Good. So you can sit at the table and be alone. That'll be fine. <laughs> That'll be 100% you can send people fine. people to the panel. Why would you? Because I want to. You're crazy. It's going to be an indie horror panel. Tim Jam, don't worry. Anyways... Johnny's a pussy. So that was R.A. Mihailov. He's a great interview. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, what else? What, what the fuck do you want me to do with that pen? <laughs> I got your ink pen. I brought it for you. In case you need an ink pen. Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> what? <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? I'm doped up on steroids. <laughs> Something? What the fuck? I'm trying to knock you. Oh, that's what it is. It's... He, he was all hopped up on steroids. That's the only way he can do the interview. <laughs> he, he has to have performance-enhancing drugs to do an interview, guys. He's, he's here's a shit. So next interview, I'll be uh, who we'll back to his normal self. Yeah, I don't know unless my arm starts hurting again, I'll go with a steroid shot. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> so we hope you enjoyed. Uh, that's all we got. Yeah, that's all we got. Appreciate you. Subscribe, like, share, follow, everything, all the above. We out. Hey.